Dude, I hope it doesn't happen. It's been every day recently, and I, I still haven't pinpointed exactly what car it is. There's this car that the fucking alarm goes off in the middle of the day and just like goes for what feels like hours, but it's really just like a couple really? minutes maybe. It's been happening every day, man. So I'm really hoping it happens right now. So that'll be a really oh, fun. Be, uh, well, it's like you can. You move to the back. Yeah, I was going to say, I move into the I quieter area and you've got the car alarm going off. This is a podcast. You want to do a podcast? Let's do a podcast today. <clears throat> clear the old, clear the old pipes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's before noon on a weekend here. Uh, Gearbuds podcast episode ninety two. I wrote ninety. It still says oh, ninety one yeah. on the thing. <laughs> glad I th- glad I saved the file and had to change the number because I definitely would have gotten that wrong like a real jag off i love 92 it's a good good number i think 92 is a great number i was actually thinking about how i feel like 92 is a good year I like was 10 years team old. Yeah. olympics i was yeah i was i guess i was eight probably mm-hmm. you know it was it was a time of wonderment but i'm sure it was a horrible time where there were also horrible wars going on in right. the East that we were starting so that's sure. cool too sure. all right gear buds episode 92 let's just dive in i'm henry you're I'm dave dave what's up Hi, you are. We should decide on like an official way of ever of doing that sometime, but or not. Maybe we'll just you get do, it wrong. You do the I'm Henry, this is Dave, and I go, Hey, how about that? I feel like that's sometimes that we, we do that. that. Sometimes we it depends. Also, week. if there's a guest, it's it's a little more it's a little more confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we'll figure it out by 100. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, let's just dive in. It's just two of us today. We got ourselves a little buds cast, but is it buds cast, bud cast? Who knows? Bud cast. Maybe you know what. How about somebody listening to this? And we know you're out there, by the way. We see the statistics. We're stoked about them. There's a lot of you that listen to this. Appreciate Tell it. us, when it's just the two of us, these these duo casts that we call them sometimes, or buds casts, or whatever, tell us what we should call those. Or yeah. tell us to stop doing them altogether. You let us know. If you don't like those, we'll still do them anyway. We're probably going to do them, yeah. <laughs> Let's just dive into the symphony. This is a symphony of corrections and your weekly reminder that cables are tone tubes. Oh, hi, Sophie. She just jumped in to say hey, hi. What's up, Sophie? Uh, thank you to the people I was just sort of mildly accosting for listening to this. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Gearbuds Podcast and Facebook. Uh, Dave dropping some memes lately, digging it, getting yep. the chuckles around. It's a good. It's a good time for laughs. It is. Uh, subscribe, Spotify, Apple, all the places. Uh, I, I keep honestly keep getting more notifications from services that are like, by the way, did you know that you're on this? That and I'd never That's even so heard cool. of. So it's wild to me that people consume podcasts from so many different places that I had, hadn't even had. I didn't any know idea. That. Yeah, I had no idea. But to anybody listening, uh, I did update gearbuddspodcast.com slash free stuff with uh, up until I don't have anything for it this week because it's Nam, so nobody put anything new out. Mm. But uh. I did update all the stuff from last week and weeks previous, so gearbuddspodcast.com slash free stuff, or just go to the site. There's a link on the top. Uh, you know what? I want to finally institute uh, another mini sub-segment here okay. uh, to to, this, uh, to the symphony here uh, that we've been kind of kicking around names. We can just call it Touch and Tips with Dave. Um, <laughs> this is just another Dave sub-segment where he provides us with another little tip, but bef- to kick, because I'm dropping this on him yeah. uh, and didn't warn him we were going to do this, I just want to give one of my own little tips, too. I want to call it Touch and Tips with Dave, but... Well, let's just can, call it Touch and tips. tips. Touch I know, and but tips. I think Touch and Tips with Dave sounds funny. That's hilarious. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, most of us are, uh, I know, at least based on the numbers, most of us listening to this, but not all, but most of us are using 
iPhones and such. Mm -hmm. And so in the iPhones Notes app, I've discovered recently that uh, I've used it for a long time and I really like it because it's just on all of my devices, my Mm. phone, my computers, my iPads, all the stuff automatically syncs up. But it's gotten smarter lately and you can do all sorts of stuff. But my favorite thing that I've been doing with it is so I've been with my synthesizers, a lot of them are analog and I've got like knobs set in different positions and you can't really like save presets. So I've just been taking i've been opening up a new note and then taking pictures of each of the things and then you just know have pictures of the settings so it's like okay i know the oberheim was on this and the yamaha was on this and the mixer was set like this and and it's all just saved on all my devices so when i want to go back and get that tone again boom yeah. it's all there uh it doesn't just have to be synth by the way if you have like pedal like a pedal board you can just take a picture of that and be like yeah here's the notes from practice on this day and here's a picture of the settings on this thing for the song whatever just an easy way to organize your thoughts can and you upload a creativity photo? can you upload a photo to notes as well I've never that's what that's my point yeah, yeah. that's what i'm saying oh, so cool. you can you can put photos in there you can put drawings it's way smarter and it's all just like super easy and fast i was really shocked at like how useful it is now so I, that's I, my, uh, my my touch and tips dude, that's a great use your tip. notes I, app for that i want to add on to that yeah you just reminded me i um back in the day when we used to play shows um you know i'm not i'm not the biggest pedal head so i only have a couple pedals but i used to take photos of my pedals all the settings from rehearsal because i was like this is exactly where this overdrive needs to be in the gain and all that stuff and then you save the sound guy a lot of time when you're not you know up there on stage trying to fiddle bro check it out put your set list on your phone and then you have the picture of the pedal for the song in the set list whoa so you know boom change it right there i love that man cool. touching tips with dave but i we thought about this because we were talking about something i just i was really thinking about how you just have all these little these little nuggets of knowledge and i think mm-hmm. there was some it was specifically something about jazz masters in a certain era and like the pick guard was a certain thing Whoa. and that was a way to like be able to identify like you could be, just look at a jazz master and know it was like before 64 or something mm-hmm. like that or 66 i don't remember what it was i don't know if you remember either uh, i had to share here here in touching tips, touch tips with dave this is what this was what spark, sparked it for me well uh, that I wanted to do this. I mean, as far as pick guards, I know that. Um, well, there's two things. If you have a if you have a sunburst pick guard, and this it, is and, it, and this it's is a, th- one and it's like things. a different color. Let's say the guitar is like a green or a blue. Uh, most likely, ninety five percent chance. Wait, do you mean do you mean tortoiseshell? Yeah, tort pick guard. Yeah, like a tortoiseshell. Oh, I think you said. I think you said sunburst. Oh yeah, I meant um, most likely. Sorry, yeah. The, I was picturing and I was like picturing like the, the, Antigua, the Antigua burst. Yeah, that would look. Ooh, well, actually, that looked pretty cool. Um, sorry, I meant to say this is where my brain's going. A little too much coffee yeah. today. Mm-hmm. I had uh, the the tort pickguard was originally only paired with sunburst guitars. Now there was a couple instances where they used. This a, is it. This is the tip. Okay, wait. Say it, run this back. Say it. Say it slowly for me because well, I didn't quite catch it. All right, here. Let's put in a scenario. Let's say you wanted to go buy like a sixty-five Jazzmaster. And you were like, Dave, I found this really cool Always. one. It's 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 Lake Placid Blue. Do you think this is original finish? Well, if the guitar has a sunburst pickguard, most likely, if it's the tortoise original shell, sunburst... Tortoise shell, bro. Tortoise shell. Oh, yeah. Dad, let me start over again. <laughs> no, let's stay <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's wrong with my brain. My brain is going, if you have a tort pickguard... It is early yet. It's, what, 11, 15 here? <laughs> it's early, bro. Um, I'm sorry. I just got a genuine belly laugh out of that. I am not, I am not cutting that out oh, of this great. goddamn show. Well, I'm glad I can keep it, uh, keep it so fresh good. for us. Keep if it fresh. If you have a port pick guard on yes. an old Fender and you're wondering if the finish is original just by looking at it, chances yes. are it was a sunburst finish because they only paired sunburst with Tord, Tort and uh, Oli White. But chances are... Got it, it wasn't Oli, Oli White. It being Olympic, Olympic for White, those yeah. that are not as cool as Dave. Mm-mm. 
or me. And and Paul Paul uh, shout out to Paul Annie our buddy. He calls it Ollie White, which just bugs the hell out of me because it's not how I it's not how I read it. Maybe that's how it's pronounced, but I don't. It'll be like Ollie Ollie White. Ollie like O L Y. Well, I would say because I say it's Olympic, so I'd say like Ollie, which is very awkward to say. Olympic, Ollie, yeah. I do kind of like that. I do kind of like saying it that I've never heard that, and I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's how I've read it for years on like forums and shit. People abbreviate it. What was um, the other thing that I was saying that recently in the in one of the in one of the threads that we were in? Oh, oh, uh, going to see more going to see more bumper than a body shop. Oh, yeah. That was another thing that I said I wanted to work. That little kid who was playing guitar. Yeah, yeah and shredding the, from one of the dad. One of the groups. dad. Oh, I love that man. That's so good. Oh boy. <clears throat> Speaking of bad fucking ideas, let's just go to those. Let's do it. Uh, got one. A uh, good, a good, a pretty decent uh, thing to talk about here from Craigslist, and this isn't. I mean, it, it is some some peak boomerism going mm-hmm. on here for sure. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get into it. The title is boutique guitar amp. Mm-hmm. That's it. Boutique guitar amp. Okay. Two thousand dollars. I'm I'm reading. Okay. And River North. So uh, those who don't know the River North neighborhood in Chicago, it's pretty bougie pretty and nice, yeah. uh, not the sort of place I would imagine that you could typically open up a tube amp. Right. You know, it's it, a lot it's of a condos lot of and buildings. high rises yeah, and exactly. apartment buildings. So uh, excellent condition. $3,600 new. That's always a great start when they put the new price okay. up top. Emailed Steve Carr the other day. By the way, hasn't said what the amp is yet. Hmm. Emailed Steve Carr the other day. So... Uh, I'm led to believe that this is a car amplifier. Who's he said? Who's Steve Carr? Slant. I don't. Steve Carr is a maker and owner of Car Amplifiers, a very amazing uh, but small boutique amplifier okay. company. Okay. One of the sort of like semi OG boutique amp companies. Cool. Uh, he said the slant maybe he I don't know maybe be discontinued in 2021. So now he's. he's so just, I th- I'm guessing that this is a car slant amp. That he's now saying you, it might be canceled this year, so you got to buy it now. Oh, uh, okay. That's his pitch. I. There's a it, lot it more stuff very goes on here. To me, it's very confusing. You're supposed to know uh, who that goes Steve on to Carr say is. that. Okay. Right, but <laughs> I hate everything about this. this okay. The sales ploy. Let's At no it. point does he say specifically what the amp is. Uh huh. There's no photos of the amp. No. By not. by context clues, I'm I'm led to believe that it is a car slant, but I'm no car expert. I I know that there's not just one of those that has ever been made. So maybe right. like a little detail or like when it came when you got it is or it whatever. A com- is it a head? Is it a combo? I'm, I don't, don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Right. Okay. Uh, also, um, I just get fucked, man. I just I hate this. <laughs> it really bothers me. Dude, I, I feel just, like when it, it, it's so annoying. Just tell me what have, it is. When we have these kind of ones, I think you should write the guy and just be like, "Hey, uh, what what is it?" <laughs> you know? I have my and own. See I if use my personal email address, I know, man. I, I, I and I have like gearbuds in the in the footer and stuff. Yeah, we don't want to have the gearbuds. Like, we don't want someone yeah. to get offended. But also, to, yeah. Also, step your game up, man. You're trying to sell this thing or not? You know. Wait a minute. Sometimes I'll call somebody out if they if I if I've emailed them on something and then they don't respond and then they and then they wait a minute. Re, re, like re-upload it. I'm like, was my was my email not worth your reply? Are you actually trying to sell this thing? Like, what's going on? He tells I, us. I, I try not to be an asshole. He about tells it. us more about the new amp that he bought at the end of the ad rather than oh, describing yeah. the amp he's trying to sell. It's, it's solid state, but it's small, light. I and bought a pretty Quilter good. Reverb 101. It's solid state, which are just it's, fine. Great. But so we know you're all talking about, about your new. Amp. We know all about the new amp he got. <laughs> is that a is that like a humble flex? Like, is that what he's trying to do? I'm not quite sure. I don't know. Uh, I love it. I love it's, this. It's too guy. much. 
It really it broke my head. I bad sales sorry tactics. that I screenshotted it and brought it in. And he seems bad sales just, tactics. Just tell me, just please, just tell me what it is that you're selling. That's is, all. I, that's maybe he's saying. like a super gear snob, and he's like, dude, if you don't, it's one of those. Um, if you're reading this, you should already know what this is. Like one of those, but but in a in a more snob, subtle way. But it's more like it's like it's like it's like an English language snob, like reading comprehension snob. <laughs> It's not gear snob, and and Craigslist is not the time or place for that. No, no. Pe- Keep it short. Period. And sweet. End of story. I so, love it. Good job. Oh, I've really got my heart rate up a Keep little bit. Keep them coming, um, man. I this, this is like I've told you, it's my favorite. Here we segment. go. It really is. So. Uh, this was this was just kind of funny, super funny to me. Uh, Garth Brooks performed at Joe Biden's inauguration, which actually was a lot better than I thought it was going to be when I heard that he's Garth been, Brooks was going to be doing pl- it. I mean, he's active. You know, he's an active musician. It's not like they had to totally. drag him out from a grave somewhere and like you know but get him up there. But the reason I'm bringing it up in bad fucking ideas uh-huh. is because well, first of all, like you know, we we have definitely poked fun at him because he's just kind of a, a super weird dude. Yeah. But um, my favorite part has been seeing all of his fans being really upset that he performed at the presidential inauguration. Oh, like right. these people coming online being like, I threw all your CDs in the trash. <laughs> like literally they're saying like the exact, using his, exactly. uh, using his shirt as like a doormat and stuff like that. That they already paid for. Like anytime somebody does something, it's just yeah, like you all fun. guys, you all, you're throwing your own money away. That's good but fun. it's so funny that it's about Garth. Who's just like kind of a weird, weird dude to begin with. Yeah. Based, especially even on the doc, Dave's doc that we talked about him on, uh, one of yeah. the episodes. Yeah. It was weird. And then, and then there's that whole side trolling thing with your mom's house podcast where their, their fans just troll the hell out of him. So mm-hmm. he's got it coming from a lot of angles, you know, that was, it was, I'm pretty, I was pretty happy to see that that was the internet response That's to weird great. Garth, uh, awesome. at the very happy uh, event of inaug- inauguration. Here's another bad fucking idea. Well, it's kind of a good fucking idea, but I've got to bring it up because okay. Um, it's kind of a become sort of a bad fucking idea. So <clears throat> I uh, have recently moved into a stage of my life where I keep a pair of slippers at the Forge, which is our space slash studio, to wear while I'm there. And I this believe is we true. even talked about it on the you show. You sent me a photo uh, a couple weeks ago of you wearing said house shoes, and it, and it got me thinking, too. So go on. Yeah. yeah. Well, so here, check it out. I... Uh, I'm su- I'm all about it. I love having the most just very comfortable f- things on my feet when I'm there. Also, if it's you nice wear like sort of ritual, if it's snowing you know, out and the- you had to wear boots, you have something to switch into. Oh, yeah. It's great. yeah, not to mention winter time that we live in. You know, shitty Chicago. So here there's with no snow on the ground. What's so. is there a downside? What's well, yeah, there is a downside. Oh, unfortunately, okay. and the the fact is that these, as I mentioned, these were I brought these there, dedicated them as my as my house shoes. Well, uh, I should mention I'm at my home right now and I'm also wearing them. Mm. And you might be asking yourself, how did that happen well it's because not once but twice i have locked everything up made it all the way down the stairs oh my God. opening the door to go outside and realize oh right didn't change out of my slippers <laughs> back into my outdoors shoes i've gone much too far now and then just worn them home. wow so they're not this house has shoes twice they're not yeah. house shoes you, you broke the seal on the house shoes i broke the seal so that was uh Pretty pretty fun for Mark the one time it happened with him because he was just laughing his ass off. Oh uh, yeah, because he was he like he offered to wait and I was just like nope, I've done this to myself. I am I made my bed. I'm going to lie on it and I'm not gonna you know. I'm it would have it would have added three minutes, but it's still I felt like it would have inconvenienced him. Hmm. Well, that's I decided thoughtful. Yeah, I probably would have gone up and but see here's the thing. Like you said, if you already walked outside with them, it's almost too late. Like you might as well just wear them home at that point. You know. Yeah. Um, are you going to purchase another pair of house shoes for the space and try to try to try mm. to do it again? 
Try to get a fresh I think, start. I think what I'm going to do is just pretend it never happened okay. and bring them back there and hope that I don't make the same mistake again, but assume <laughs> that I might. And and at this point, it's okay if I do because they have been outside. I mean, let's face it. It's not like, you know, uh, the floors over at the forge are like uh, bone china white. Like it's yeah. a pretty, there's some, there's some, there's been a lot of dirt in there. Mm-hmm. We have mopped and stuff, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, there's just, it's, it's a, not just us yeah. that are in there there's on shoes in there three days of the week. So right. there's shoes. Yeah. So uh, okay. and it's just a dirty old building. I mean, the, you know, it's fucking over a hundred years old. So well, it's, nev- it's never going to be perfectly clean in there, anyways. But the, I, it's still mostly. I just wanted to point out that I am an idiot that thought I had like hacked the system, and was going to be like I was so so cool and smart that I had these shoes over there, and I've now twice had to walk in the snow with them because I'm, I'm a dummy. I would say inadvertently, uh, this is a touch and tips. I mean, because. Some people might not think about that, but if you do leave a pair of house shoes or maybe even just sneakers, you know, in the wintertime at your practice space, I've been doing it for a few years and some of the other guys I share the space with, if you, you know, if you wear boots on a snowy day, you don't want to be stepping all over your pedals and they're just not comfortable. Dude, not. It's nice to have some kind of slippers or some kind of shoes to, you know, I, I leave a pair of like canvas gym shoes there Um, just kind of nicely behind my amp, you know, no bothering anybody. Yeah, just some trainees and, um, I, I slip those on and then I, I do try to remember to, uh, you know, the trick, I, I like to leave my boots by the door. So that way I won't forget. Dude, hopefully. that's exactly the problem. My thing has been, I've been t- changing them when I got in the control room, that which is where uh, I've been leaving the slippers. So it's like part the, of the whole, too far from the door. It's a ritual, you know, but yeah. So now yeah. it's like I, by the way, like the reverse close down process, I'm turning mm. all the lights off in there first. Oh, right, right. Doing that's all my sense. other shit at the same time, probably a little little stone Maybe oh little man higher. there's a blackhawk zamboni driving by right now oh what? dude oh, you know what it sweeper. is is it shy diderod it's fucking shy diderod oh is it really it's gotta be there's I, these people in like a crit that was amazing they have a shopping cart no, it wasn't even. I didn't. See, it was. I mean, maybe there was a shopping cart under there, but it was like this big handmade float out of all sorts of cardboard. Oh, it's got to be shit that looked like a Chicago uh, Zamb, like a black. I believe Zamboni this is the season. This is the season for Shajitarad. I think. Oh wow! For those who don't know, it's like this weird. I don't even know what it is. It's like people decorate shopping carts. Yeah. these like with like cardboard I've, and stuff yeah, and I've, walk around. Yeah, I've, I've, I've gone and I've had some friends who've done it. It's actually so you decorate. Well, you know, it's the what is it called the. The Shy Diderot is the Chicago version, but originally right, but it's, it's a dog. It's a yeah. I Diderot is the dog sled race in Alaska, exactly. I think. And um, so yeah, people decorate shopping carts and then they go raging down like Elston or some shit. Uh, you know, all all crazy costumes like people do cops and robbers. People do obviously a Black Hawk Zamboni, which is a pretty creative idea. That was awesome. Yeah, um, very cool, man. You got to see. Yeah, that. wow, that just totally. I was just like out of the corner of my eye all of a sudden. And there's you know. We're, it's a pandemic and I'm in like a fairly quiet street in this neighborhood. It's not like there's often many people going right. all of a sudden there's just like a whole host yeah. of people in it and what looked like a f- full size Zamboni driving <laughs> by me. But it, yeah, it was definitely not that. All right. Where were we? Uh, um, bad fucking ideas. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That seems like a place just pretty to leave good. it. Um, that's pretty good. So <clears throat> I'm going to clear my clear my throat here because I think you know what that means. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gearing up to say a couple words that I just truly look forward to saying every single week. And those words are Dave's Docs. Dave's Docs. Hey, I feel like I really got the S on the end of Docs that you time, did. which I, I normally chop I off. I think if so. you were going to do like multiple takes, that would have been the one to keep. Like, you know that what I mean? That was a keeper like take, bro. A, yeah, keeper Thank take you. for sure. Um, okay, so Dave's Docs. Uh, last, last week we had Song Remains the Same. I got really excited. I... You know, didn't want to talk too long because we had such an excellent guest. By the way, guys, oh boy. if you haven't listened to the last wow. two episodes that we had. Last uh, two. Try last 
Try last all 92. Yeah. Try a couple 90. But couple, I will say the last two episodes, obviously, we had Ben Fulton from Red Witch Pedals on and oh Carlos boy. Carlos Lopez, master builder, uh, custom shop at Fender. I mean, one of yeah, the you 12. You think these people would figure out that we're total dickheads? Yeah, right now <laughs> we're total on, like nobody. Uh, I mean, unbelievable conversation. If you guys haven't listened to that uh, exclusive interview, really, really cool. Really, really cool episode. Um, so I didn't want to talk too long. Oh, about, really quick before we before, I just got to give Carlos a shout out. I know you're listening right now. Uh, just that poncho life is the real life. I'm still working on it. Yes, trying to get myself a ponch. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. We got to find dogs. one. No, what we got to we got to find you a ponch, man. That's we do. You know, that's the thing. We're at maybe Craigslist. will have something for you. So you know. Mm. Um. So, anyways, this week I uh, last week we had song remains the same, which I thought was was cool. I didn't want to talk too much too long about it although i probably could have gone on i think one day hank you and me should probably like do one of our like dave's doc episodes where we like watch it together or something like that and we can i'll tell you what we're gonna do i'm putting it out we're gonna start our patreon that we've been talking about doing so we can uh have uh some people that have been reaching out to us just do the thing people people do patreons for Mm -hmm. for podcasts i'm not gonna apologize for it anymore but what we're gonna do is do a patreon only Listen, like episode where you and I just discuss yeah. song remains the same, and maybe we'll bring back Ben. How about that? Oh, that'd be so fun. That'd be so cool, man. Um, he already said he would do it. So fuck that's it. oh, then there you go. Um, so this week, you know, I again, you know, it's like coming down to it, man. These weeks are just flying by, and I'm like, oh, what am I gonna watch? So, you know, I, I watch them uh, once in a while with my wife, Mandy, and she's like, mm. I was like, why don't hey, you, Mandy. I don't like, why don't you pick one? You know, why don't you pick a doc? Wow. She goes, roll she goes, the dice. Yeah. Well, she goes, I want to watch a doc about Madonna. And I'm like, well, I'm not the biggest Madonna fan. I'm not really a pop I'm a, I'm fan. a doc now? Mm, that was weak. I might edit that out. <laughs> not a huge pop fan, um, you know, especially when it's like there's not really bands involved and there's not gear and this is gear buds. Well, it turns out, and I didn't know this, there is a documentary about Madonna when she was actually in a band in New York City in the late 70s, and I did not know this. She started uh, her music career with uh, a group of dudes in a band. So the documentary, it's on Amazon, it's called Madonna and the Breakfast Club, and it's 2019. Damn. Um, So it's a newer doc. I had no idea. She. I I know nothing of this. Yeah, so this was kind of interesting. Um. The well, first of all, the documentary is it's it's like half biopic, half doc, which is kind of fun. I kind of like the biopic versions. I know I, I told you guys about the NXS one that I watched yeah. uh, not too long ago, and and uh, that's not know. my jam. Usually. Yeah, see, I I like it for the fun aspect of it when it's just like sometimes these documentaries get so heavy uh, when it's just all real footage and interviews, and especially if it's somebody who passes away or you know that's drug life, addiction. Bro. I know, man, it's a dark life. <laughs> But sometimes the biopic, you know, kind of makes it a little more interesting because generally the acting yeah. is not that good and that kind of <clears> stuff. <throat> well, I would say the uh, the young the young lady who played Madonna was excellent. Uh, I forgot her name, but if you guys look up the movie, you can find it. Um, and it's called, uh, yeah, Madonna and the Breakfast Club. Basically, you know, she moved to New York City to be a dancer in the late 70s. Is she Was she a Hoosier? Do I remember that correctly? She was a, a Wolverine. Oh, she's from Michigan, a Michigander. Yeah, yeah Mich- she grew up in Bay City, raised in Pontiac, and she went to um, yeah University I've of Michigan. Played in Pontiac That's as funny. a dance major. Yeah, it's funny we've got like family and friends from that area. Um, and uh, yeah, she basically met this guitar player or this guy at a party. She didn't know he was a musician or anything. They end up kind of being boyfriend girlfriend. She goes to live with him. This is this is pretty crazy. He lives with his brother in this thirty four hundred square foot synagogue. 
Like, what? I don't know what neighborhood it was in in New York, but it was this huge house that he just like, well, it was an old synagogue converted to a house. It had like one bathroom, but it was Holy just shit. like rehearsal space, like huge, you know, New York um, house, you know, drums in the basement, you know, just like a giant, giant space, which is unheard of nowadays. It's probably worth, you know, $5 million, which is actually kind of funny. The guy who lived there, the brother of this, this guy, Dan Gilroy, who was her boyfriend, is the guy who owned it. And they did all the interviews with him there. He's showing us around. Like He's this, still there. Yeah, this is the drum set that we use. This is like Madonna's gum where she would like stick her gum on like the bottom of the drum set and kind of weird shit like that. Whoa. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. So she started off as a drummer, which I had no idea because she was a dancer. It kind of makes sense. She, she had like perfect rhythm. She was a really great dancer. They got her on the drums, man, and she practiced obsessively, like as obsessive slapping as she skins. did. Slapping the skins all day long, all night. They decided to kind of start this band where, you know, the, the brothers were going to be, but they were kind of going to do like a Fleetwood Mac thing where they were all going to take turns singing, this and that. Um, and dating each other. And, of course, every guy in the band had a crush on her. You know, it was kind of Obviously. awkward like that. She was with the Dan guy, you know, the, the lead guitar player guy. Yeah. Um, it's always the lead guitar player. It's guy. always the lead. Yeah, the bass. Oh, there's a great scene where like the bass player, his name's Gary. I don't remember his last name, but he uh, he's totally like talking about how he has this crush on her. And then in the biopic, you know, they show like the scene where he goes up to her and he's like, uh, "Madonna, can I talk to you?" And she's like, "Yeah." What's Wait, up? he called her Madonna. Like he calls her Madonna. That's her name. Yeah, but, but that's not a real name. Yeah, it's a real name. What? Yeah, I she, thought it was. Like, what did did she change it? No, her real name is Madonna in the movie. Yeah. Dude, she had a last her, name. I don't think. Are you sure? Okay. Wow. This is blown. I thought Madonna was like that was just like a stage name. No. No. I mean, it was her name was Madonna. I don't. I don't. I don't think she had another name. Dog. Ma- this is gonna have to go in the symphony. I think her name's like something Italian or something. Yeah. Like well, that. her she had a last name. She wasn't just Madonna, you know. But like, she had a last name super so Italian. Her, she was name. her 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 given first name was Madonna. I believe so. I Dude, mean, they didn't. Blew, they didn't blew my fucking mind. The I they didn't call no her anything idea. else. So I'm guessing, you know, like wow. she had like six brothers and sisters too, which was pretty crazy. Um, but anyways, uh, the guys like I just, I just, I've, I feel like I've had my life turned upside down. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll look it up after this, and we'll we'll find out. Um, but basically, I hope it's really Madonna. The bass player That's comes awesome. up to her and he's like Madonna, and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "Can I, you know, blah blah blah, talk to you about my true feelings?" And she's like, "What?" And she just like blew him off. So. Anyways, the band, you know, they were <laughs> Gary, total Gary. Yeah, move. total Gary move. Right. Um, well, then so they do a show. Right. And she had two original songs because, like I said, they all rotated and she gets up there and she blows the crowd away doing her two originals. She's she's definitely a star like on stage. She's like going off. You know, the band's just a band. They're just playing and doing their songs. And then when it's her turn, she completely takes the crowd. And uh, the, like the next day of practice, you know, the bass player, Gary and her and like this one other guy they had in the band were like, hey, um, you know, we they go to the two brothers and they're like, we want Madonna to be like the front of the band. And they're like, no way. We write the songs and all this stuff. And then, it's co- of course, it's awkward because she's dating the guitar player guy who's like, he's like, no way. These are my songs. What are you, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Uh, so she's like, well, screw you. I'm out. So she bails, takes Gary with her. Uh, they basically go to this rehearsal space in New York. They can't afford it. So they're like living there. Like it's it's definitely like early 80s New York when there's just like no rules and everything is just, you know, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Total shithole. You could probably rent something for like $20 a month. Um, yeah, man. You know, it, it was really interesting. It was kind of her rise. She, you know, she hires this other drummer to come out from Michigan. And he's like, his name's Stephen Bray. I think he's still in the music scene. He's like a producer, super famous guy now, drummer. Started off as a drummer. And, you know, they they kind of started writing songs together. And uh, and that's pretty much what got her 
you know, her, her solo shit. She ended up ditching all those guys. Kind of the theme of the movie was she kept meeting up with people and then ditching them to go on and do better things, which I thought was kind of shitty, but also that's kind of how these things work sometimes, especially back then when like you had to hustle so hard. She don't need no man to hold her down. Yeah. Not just a man, but like her band, she fucked over like a bunch of different bands and musicians kind of just being like, all right, I'm out. I'm going on to the better thing. She'd sign with managers and they're like, we only want you, not the band, you know? Um, So that happened a few times. But uh, at the end of the day, yeah, the uh, that drummer, Stephen Bray, he helped her write uh, this song called Everybody, which was like a huge single, I guess. And that kind of got her signed and got her got her to blow up. So that was the thing. Sounds yeah. like you really dug it, man. What's your uh, I did your totally arbitrate uh, rating here. Uh, I, I, I liked it. It was uh, it was a little inspiring, I thought, actually, like I was kind of like, oh. You can work really hard and do something. Obviously, the music industry is way different than it was in like 1981. But uh, arbitrary rating. Uh, I don't. You know, I, I liked it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a three out of five hair ties. Let's give it a three out of five hair ties. Madonna hair wore ties. the hair ties. She liked the. She liked the boner hair. Like Barrettes. Pretty good. Something? I would I say if know. you're not a fan of biopics like yourself, uh, maybe you'd give it like a two. I mean the acting. I'm a f- I'm a fan of the biopic, man. Oh, okay. I just I don't I don't like the blended documentary biopic. Yeah, well, that was what was interesting about it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen many movies where they interview real people from. They didn't interview Madonna, obviously, but like all the guys in that original band, you know, and everything. Uh, we're we're kind of just like fucking. It's watching like fucking uh, uh, unsolved mysteries or uh, yeah. one of the what are those other what, forensic files or something right, where it's just like right. you see all the real people oh, yeah, but then like it's those, just like uh, reenact, his, historical reenactment right right it kind of was and um, what's interesting too is they blended in real photos of Madonna and this is why I will give props to the lead actress man she looked identical to her like it was almost to the point where you couldn't tell in certain photos if it was the actress or if it was Madonna just judging by the grain in the photo you could be like okay that's an old photo and this and that but Pretty uh, pretty good acting, you know, for her. Uh, everybody yeah. else was terrible. Gary was awful. Mm. Love me some awful acting. All right, well, there you nice have it, Dave Doc. Uh, so <clears throat> here's the thing. This is, you know, supposedly. Of course, we know it's all not going to be the same. But this is supposed to be Nam Week, so we're kind like, of our Nam right, episode today, isn't it? A little bit. We're gonna. Well, that was the idea, right? Because. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have we would have been out in California otherwise, enjoying some sunshine and some gear in person. But we're all stuck at home, you know, with all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was going to be like sweet. I'm just going to be trolling the web all week, getting all the new gear stuff. We're going to have so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Got to be honest here, not a whole lot. Uh, okay. I mean, there's some there are some things that we can we I can touch on things. and just like sure. mention. Yep. But really, I, the, basically, not a lot of meat on the bone here with this content because, like, we haven't played any of this stuff, haven't seen any Didn't of it in see person. It in person, right? Most of it, I've one of the one of the trends that I've noticed is that a lot of stuff that 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 was talked about is is not even like a lot, the joke about Nam is, is Nam means not available, maybe May, haha. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But this stuff, a lot of the stuff that I thought was actually cool, like there was this like one core drum machine, like they're not even talking about anything like that. It's just like sort of a lot. My oh. point is that a lot, I feel like there are a lot of like ideas for stuff, not a whole lot of new actual products. Interesting. Uh, coming out just okay. yet, although there are a couple. So let's just first before we do that, though, I want to mention that um, this is interesting. I don't know if you, you saw this, but uh, Gear Sluts, probably the biggest gear forum. 
yeah. at least now, uh, you know, online web message board uh, has announced that it'll be changing its name. So oh, that's wow. interesting. They, you know, taking a, taking a, I think what it is, is they're kind of taking a page out of the Gearbuds uh, podcast playbook here the Gear and trying to make the name, trying to make it a little more inclusive. A little like, more inclusive. Hunks might have felt limiting in some ways, and I don't. I didn't see that initially, but I could see it now. And then yeah. I feel that way about sluts. Like, while I do feel that sluts can be a sort of non-gendered term, of course we have often used it to to talk about women in a demeaning way. So sure. I think it's good. I think it's cool. Like that they're they're willing to sort of accept that. I, they haven't announced what the the change is going to be yet. I think they're still sort of working on that. But to have such a huge internet presence and then to be like, you know what? Um, yeah, that's. Actually, I mean, like, that's got to be that's got to be one of the biggest gear websites there is right like as far as forums and stuff like that go absolutely so that's that's i wonder what they're changing it to did they say i can't yeah no well that's the thing that's that they still haven't said that they're still working on it oh uh they 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 just that they're announced it's sort of like the cleveland baseball team or washington football team like we're gonna change it we don't know what it's gonna be yet but uh it's gonna be something different so yeah Cool. There we go. Maybe they could change. Hopefully, they don't try to change it to gear buds because oh. we already got that. You, 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 Jakes. I smell a lawsuit coming. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because we definitely have all of that stuff trademarked. Buttoned down. <laughs> uh, so we already talked about Fender last week. Don't need to talk yeah. about their new stuff. They're doing cool uh, shit though, guys. If you haven't seen, cool if you haven't listened, also check it go out. listen to the Carlos Lopez episode because that was fucking amazing. Awesome. Uh, still, still but we didn't talk much about Gibson and there's a couple Gibson things. Yeah. I'm excited about something. Yeah. Let's, let's well, get into it. There's the Gibson app that I haven't checked out yet, okay. but suppo- they're like really touting. They've reissued the Kirk Douglas, Captain Kirk yep. signature SG, uh, which, you know, we've talked about him and his guitars in the past and the whole Prince smashing his Epiphone thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Epiphone has made a Nancy Wilson Nighthawk. Oh, cool. Uh, which is sort of, she's she's played like the Nighthawk Blueshawk thing for a long time, but I think this is her first Epiphone version. I feel like those guitars are actually pretty fun to play, but just kind of ugly. Like mm. I just can't, I can't quite get down with the look. I've never, like the Blueshawk or the Nighthawk, there's something about the angled pickup on the flat Gibson that just has always seemed wrong a little bit to me. Yeah. Um, but you know, that I, hey, I'm sure I've, 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 I've played a bunch of them and they've always felt and so- actually sound really good so yeah they were yeah. definitely i that was kind of what were they were they from the 80s or something when they when they were making i think things? it was 93 was the, the yeah. first year they were trying the, some shit with that because it, it you know it kind of has the les paul style body but yeah with the angled pickup was an interesting yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's like a special or you know mm-hmm. any of the flat top gibsons but uh it just yeah, it had the weird sort of fendery kind of pickup and electronics thing going on yeah i saw they were doing um i don't know if you have it in the notes uh they're Release the uh, Gibson's releasing the Thunderbird bass, the non-reverse, which I know you're not a big fan of. I oh, believe. I didn't, no, I didn't actually see that one. Um, I just think it's cool because they're kind of like I haven't seen this thing. Rather than like a you know you only see them in vintage. Um, they're re-releasing the yeah the uh, the Thunderbird the non-reverse non-reverse. And the picture they have of it is like a really cool green color. It's almost like a turquoise. Um, it looks cool to me. I I definitely dig it. Iverness green maybe it is. Um, that that well the Inverness that was one of the Kirk Douglas yeah. uh, Captain Kirk uh, SGs is there that was one of the new finishes that yeah so they're gonna the do it that was definitely one of them and blue and then also the sparkling burgundy. oh cool so I think that's cool it's probably gonna be freaking expensive knowing Gibson you know it's not gonna be an affordable you know the Thunderbirds are okay they're not they're they've always been a little bit more affordable than I thought that they they would be yeah I just. I, the the pickups on those have, have always just like I've never dug that like super thick all bass yeah, boom thing. I don't I don't either. Um, uh, so maybe they maybe they've sorted some of that out, and also they're they're just usually 
they're usually pretty free and to have you. I, I also heard they're releasing a line of uh, acoustics as well. Signature acoustics. Did you read about New that? Acoustics. Yeah, I saw a little bit about it. Just to, yeah, there's Tom they, Petty. they announced it's a bunch of a bunch of different artists. Yeah, there's a Petty one. There's a few other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's hard for me to one. get excited about any of that stuff when without actually like trying any of them because yeah. it's just like there's like 13 new signature guitars yeah, i know right there know? was a whole list man i was like oh this is yeah cool. that's what i'm saying there was it was a but big are you guys just sure. like talking because they only have two photos which are look like you know totally rendered like stock photos that they could have photoshopped yeah. so you're kind of like all right are these real or what's going on here um yeah but well that's gibson gibson doing some stuff uh there's a couple way huge and george trips things that i think are actually even out already doing this um limited edition fuzz face which i believe is actually in conjunction with our friends over at the pedal movie if you haven't checked out the trailers for that yet, you should yeah. absolutely go do it and we will definitely be having Can't them wait. on closer to the release but also they've released the way huge and i don't even really know how to say this word atreides a-t-r-e-i-d-e-s maybe hmm, okay and it's it's sort of like a you know, when I was when I was watching a couple of the demo videos, uh, I was it was sort of reminded of like the EHX micro synth, like kind of something in that ballpark. It does it has sliders on it, and uh-huh. it does different weird sort of synthy, filtery uh, things, but also super wild out there sounds I've never heard before. So that is of all the things that we're talking about here, or. Um, uh, probably i'd say it's the thing i'm probably most excited about just that like and and like that i might actually want to use yeah. in real life you know what i mean not just like oh that's a really interesting idea that i'll never want to try out um but it seems pretty cool and, and you can buy it's way huge so it's george okay. trips you know his cool. company way mm-hmm. huge which is owned by mxr dunlop and he's you know he's he's done so much he designed the dl4 for line six he's he's george trips has done a ton of shit in the pedal world hell yeah um so he's He's definitely a man to go with. And they have treaties, whatever, however you say that dang word. Uh, I actually really want to get my hands on one. Uh, Jackson Audio unveiled a new uh, a new fuzz pedal that is interesting. A, because Jackson Audio, if you don't know, is a very high-end boutique pedal maker that usually most of their pedals come in those sort of like really fancy brushed chrome enclosures. Mm-hmm. And they're expensive. And when you pick them up, they're like 40 pounds. It's crazy. But uh, they've got this new fuzz, which is really cool because A, it's made by them. And B, uh, it has these sort of little modular uh, panels that go in the back. So you open up the back of it and you basically can swap out the type of fuzz. So you can go from like a vintage Velcro tear style to like a big big muff style or, you know, more like a Jimmy Page tone bender style. Like there's a, a few different sort of modules that you can swap in and out of this fuzz pedal mm-hmm. um obviously haven't been able to play it myself yet just like all of this stuff but uh from the <laughs> couple videos that i did watch it's, okay it seemed pretty cool i i don't know if it, i would rather i mean i already have a bunch of fuzz pedals it seemed easier it seems a little easier for me just to have a few different fuzz pedals but i could also see someone wanting to just like buy into the jackson sort of architecture and yeah and getting a few different modules and then yeah, it's that just looking. lives on your board they uh speaking of pedals did you see walrus is coming out with a couple more pedals as well walrus definitely has some more oh reverb. yeah they've got the the mako r1 reverb and an amp sim um, too the acs1 amp and cab sim yeah so it's funny they've so they they released like the, which we talked about last nam the the delay and i did mm-hmm. the video for it yeah, yeah. In the same series they've, they've got this new reverb but then also they've another pedal that i did a video for the uh strymon iridium they've basically come out with their own version of that which a lot of companies are basically mm-hmm. you know it's a sort of like amp and cab in a box situation because that technology is finally getting good sounding enough that we can put it in cheaper sort of pedals oh my god did we get the we got the we got the weekly fire or the uh fire truck or can you alarm. hear it 
Oh, I can hear it, baby. That's me. That's amazing. Even though I'm facing uh, north, away from Milwaukee Avenue, um, they, yep, I can pick it up. So there, there you it go. is. So beautiful yeah. city living. Love guys. it. City living. Uh, yes, yeah, Walrus Wal- announced a couple cool things. Earthquaker announced, or and I think it's all actually. They might be another one of the ones where it's already for sale. Mm-hmm. The Astral Destiny, which is this like really wild sounding reverb with um, like octaves and stuff on it. Um, that seemed pretty cool. Now there were a couple other things that I was actually very excited about here. So one is totally goofy and sort of more, not goofy, but more in the category of shit. That's like cool more so than something that I'll actually use. Okay. And that is so Korg, uh, they've had this gadget app it's called for it's PC, Mac, iPad, whatever. It's basically like sort of a, a DAW, uh, sort of environment with synths and you can record and do sequences and stuff, cool. blah, blah, blah in there. Well, they uh, at NAM unveiled or for NAM unveiled that in VR. So you can now go put put on your whatever Oculus or whatever VR headset you have that I'm not sure. I, I'm assuming it's pretty widely distributed, but I'm not sure. Uh, you can put that on and then create music in vr in their environment so use this app that's already powerful and has all sorts of all sorts of functionality but then just like fully immersed in the environment and oh my it looks God. so cool that's dude. brilliant dude yeah i've never even thought of something like that's crazy yeah what it's uh very cool so you can look around and like mess with synths and you like, look around like you 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 know depending on how what motion controllers and stuff you have but yeah, yeah you like you like all right, I'm going to work on this synth now. So it sort of, it looked the, for the video I watched made it look like you're sort of just like over at your, your jam space with your synths in front of you kind of working on stuff, but in like a much sort of cooler VR, you know, futury looking environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's so cool. Badass. I love that, man. I wish I had a VR to try it out on. I know. I wish I still did. I don't anymore. Uh, I sold both the ones that I've had, but uh, maybe that's the sort of thing, thing, honestly, that like you can get the whatever the current Oculus is for like 300 bucks. Yeah, it's the sort of thing that makes me kind of think, like, mm, maybe I'll just jump back in on that. If because, more people uh, start kind of doing stuff like this too, then definitely, you know what I mean? Like, if Core yeah. does this, and it's the future, it's happening. Follow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's no yeah. doubt, it's just when. So Korg has had some cool stuff. They also, one of the things that I don't know if you remember that I was like kind of nerdy giddy about seeing last nam was there they remade the arp 2600 yeah which is right. that big you know classic semi-modular synthesizer classic synthesizer well they've now it was very limited i think they only made like i don't even know 100 or something and mm-hmm. they were super expensive all sold out so now they've announced that they're doing a sort of smaller more attainable version of it called the arp 2600 m which has i believe the m stands for midi which Anybody who's a synth nerd knows the ARP 2600 ran on control voltage, not MIDI. So it's kind of mm-hmm. a big deal that you can get the actual ARP analog architecture wow. uh, with MIDI control now. It's, it's again, haven't, uh, I'm going to keep saying it, haven't actually experienced any of this stuff in person. <laughs> but from the videos that I watched, it seemed Disclaimer. like it sounds like a real one. And mm-hmm. I was talking to um, actually Max, former guest Max Crow, who is a total ARP 2600 expert, mm-hmm. grew up with one. His dad owns one, whatever. And he said from what he's heard uh, as well that uh, it seems like it's actually really got it the ARP 2600 thing, which people are saying that Behringer who has cloned everything. Now they made a clone that doesn't, so it, it does some of the stuff, but doesn't quite sound the same. This, 
what from what the nerds are saying this actually gets a lot closer to the rp 2600 thing so oh yeah uh yeah i i this is this is one of the other things i would say that i'm most excited about actually real world trying to get my hands on and spend some time with because i you know i'm never going to get a real rp 2600 but i've always sort of lusted over the idea of it this would be something that is much more in my actual potential wheelhouse of things that would be useful for me to get my hands on someday so i am i'm pretty excited they announced that i love that Yep. Uh, a couple other things, real quick. Oh, dude, time to enter base news here. Oh, um, boom. We need like a tone, like a boom. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yamaha announced the Peter Hook signature base. Oh, Joy Division, right? Uh, Joy Division in uh, uh, New Order. Uh, yeah. New Order, of course. Sweet. So that's cool. Uh, Sandberg also a signature for Opeth's bass player Martin Mendez. Oh. I mostly mention that a because of course bass dad Mark Najar. Yeah. Uh, also because the headline for the uh, article I read about it made a really funny. Um, he's so of course I mentioned he's a bassist and Opeth. They made a funny Opeth related pun in the title of this article, which says that Sandberg has knocked it out of the Blackwater Park with the signature bass for Opeth Martin Mendez. Of course, Blackwater Park being like one of the greatest metal albums of all time. If you oh, haven't awesome. checked it out, go cool. listen to it. Love that. Uh, after this, a uh, couple more bass things for you, bud. Uh, EMG announced some signature. Dude, this is the NAM of signature gear. This some signature. Yeah, it really is. Uh, pickups new signature pickups for les claypool what now available in pachyderm gold that's which is of course is also a primus reference yeah um southbound pachyderm so I, I some gold emgs wait for, i didn't uh, know because i know Cl- claypool plays a carl thompson bass and i know he has a signature bass as well that's a little more affordable yeah. i didn't know he used em maybe he uses emgs in that signature bass I'm, I'm I don't, yeah i was i was assuming if, if you if somebody knew it would be you but it's not me so yeah I'm not no, sure. I, um that's cool they're but gold they look cool yeah they look cool uh, the, but the, I would say, and uh, this is, I, I would say on theme with the rest of this, uh, sort we of don't know if like, here. this is just a Photoshopped image or if we're actually looking at, yeah. Well, I, well that, but what I was going to say is that this last piece of gear here is, um, the, probably the thing I'm most excited about on okay. this whole list. And all it is, is a reissue, uh, tech 21, uh, you know, yeah. makers of many things, but Classic. of this famous sans amp, sure. um, have apparently they, they weren't selling just like the original, four knob you know late 80s yeah. sans amp that yeah came it's a out. bigger they just, like didn't make that anymore. right 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 uh so now they've reissued and like you can get basically the original old sans amp cool again um which i think is great because i've i've never owned one of i've had a couple different sans amp products but i've never had just like an original one and i kind of want to get one just to see what all the fuss is about and now this is i didn't even know and clean and stuff yeah i didn't know there was like the original original i knew the sans amp you know the, the the black with the yellow writing but it had like six or six or seven knobs on it you know it was kind of yeah. a bigger but that's honestly one of the best di boxes you could buy if you want to have you know amp modeling or control as well especially so. for bass but mm-hmm. uh i mean famously kurt cobain used it to record guitars and there's like the kurt cobain setting right. on the original sans amp where he cool. said a certain way and it sounds exactly like that whatever but which which isn't honestly a reason that i would be i would try it but that's not like why i would buy it or anything it's just it's just a classic tool that has a a very specific sound that i've wanted and now i'm probably gonna have to get that too so 
Nam can Nam can be virtual, and we don't even go, and it's still going to somehow manage to to affect my pocketbook somehow. Yeah, I know, it, and and they haven't really. I mean, of all the things we went through, and we don't have to go back through everything, but have they mentioned like any release dates for anything? Because the one thing I'm looking for when I was looking at some of the articles is I don't see any of the actual release dates for any of this. Stuff. Almost none. Which I, again, we already j- made the stupid joke. Like <clears throat> that's par for the course with Nam, but also yeah. we're you know in a weird manufacturing bullshit pandemic so it's like it's i'm assuming it's much harder to do quality control and go to the factories to make sure that stuff's because frankly most of this stuff is not made here so it's like you've got to go overseas and have all sorts of Mm -hmm. issues with shipping and all that kind of stuff so yeah i don't know um well, bringing it back down to earth, uh, I have a little gear news for the podcast. Uh, oh, that's right. I, I, rem- I And I know what it's going to be, and I'm still excited yeah, to hear it. Yeah, I'm sure you do, because I was just like texting you every day about it. But um, I bought a uh, 8-channel interface, so I'm very there excited about that. There it is. I split it, split it with my guys, um, me and Charlie and uh, Jay. We're going to... We went in three ways on a um, Focusrite 18i20, which is the Focusrite Scarlet 8-channel, um, a minimum of 8 channels, actually, Um interface that you can uh you can go ahead and just hook yeah, up to expa- and plug it right in via eight dad light pipe here's the best part this is i'm like freaking out the i bought it yesterday i paypal the guy right away um i got a great deal on it it was used on reverb so i'm praying that everything works good but it looked like it was in great condition he says it is um it's supposed to be here by like noon like at Next some point day situation dude, i don't wow. i mean i've you know i've shipped a lot of things it's ups so who knows you know you might, i might yeah. be getting ahead of myself but it's 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 already like out for delivery right dude, now. Dude, that's super exciting. And I bought it. The guy's in Michigan, so I don't know how the hell it got here so fast. You know, well, they, dude, I mean, I've gotten stuff that was literally you? said it was in China and then was somehow here within a couple days. Wow. Like, you know, following the tracking. So they figured something out that I just don't quite understand. Yeah. But yeah, shipping does either it's it, it, some in some ways it has gotten worse, but some ways it's gotten so much faster that blows my mind. Well, it's it's ironic because I'm waiting for like five things from Amazon that I ordered twice because they've lost my packages two times. Like Dang. like where it says it's delivered and then it never shows up. So I thought it was funny how fast this is actually coming supposedly today. Um, but if it does, maybe I'll I'll send you a picture to post well, What's up the plan? The yeah, are you going to you're going to go go set her up at the space? Yeah, so well, I'm going to test it all here because uh, I have my mic and everything, my computer here. So I can just test it all. I want to test all the channels, make sure everything's working properly. Um, maybe set up a template and logic so we can just be ready to go. But we're supposed to meet up next week and um i mean anything from just tracking the the worst sounding demo to maybe trying to actually you know write and record something uh we've been working on some new music so you know that that's pretty exciting man it feels good um you know i've, I've kind of been in a situation where i don't want really necessarily want to pay for a studio right now especially with covid and everything like that and have to go in and, and work with a mask on and, and just not comfortable um so i think we're gonna try to just do something at the rehearsal space while we can nice so, man that's awesome yeah so i'm excited about that so that's my big my big news announcement um well for the folks who stuck stick around to the end of the episodes which you know who you are uh, <laughs> <clears throat> i don't but Somebody does. Uh, there you go. That's. I mean, that's a pretty sweet little bonus. Yeah, a little that, bonus. That most people, most, most of the yearbuds fanatics out there just ain't gonna have. So stick that <laughs> in your pipe and smoke it, or go talk about it on Facebook or something. Anything else for today? Would you? Uh, I think that's it, bro. I yeah? just like yeah. That's wanna just want to kind of just want a quick little. What, are, what were we gonna? A little namisode. I don't even. I don't have a good pun. For I like namisode. Yeah. Nam- uh, Namories. That's kind of that's too close to mammaries. <laughs> it's very close to mammaries. Yeah. 
sweet. That's yeah. That's that's yeah. That sounds much more like a pun on memories than on memories. So yeah, I'm definitely not we'll work gonna, on that. I, I, like in my brain, I was like, oh, that could be the title. But then the second I just said it out loud, like that absolutely cannot be the title. That's hilarious. And because uh, it's stupid. And remember, kids, if your jazz master has a tort pick guard, it was probably originally sunburst. Just throwing your vintage, your vintage if jazz vintage, master. Yes, exactly. And if it was white, it was probably a custom color. So there's your tip for the day. I like that reiterating the touch and tips. That's Circling back to that to that fluster that I had earlier. Have fun. Uh, if you're going to edit that one, <laughs> editing. We'll that see. One. I don't know, man. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have to let it ride. But hey, this is a nice little nice yeah. little shorty, nice little nam catch up. Nice here. tight one, man. We'll be back with some guests for you all soon. But uh, hey, all man, right. love you. Good love chat you too, with you. Love you too, bud. Have a good weekend.